This is Shane Taylor, a.k.a. Shane T, boy. The baddest champion you've ever seen, boy. And you're listening to the Unsanctioned Podcast. Gotta bring the city back. Let me know we still here. Never gonna stop. Keep rolling like a wheelchair. Can't be shook. You know the wolves smell fair. Throw them in the trunk. Turn your man to a straight stick. No tire, just money so far. Welcome back to the Unsanctioned Podcast. This is Luis Vasquez. Find me on Twitter at LuisVasquez617. Your boy JLC, J A Y O C I T Y, across all social media platforms, unless you're on Facebook at that 71 at the end. And I'm Julio June. You can find me at, at the Juice underscore U P W. And this quick episode is going to focus on the losses outside of the ring mostly that WWE is suffering right now and if it will even matter. Are they going to actually I, suffer, or is it for the best? And so we'll I thought you were going to do like a sponsorship thing. I thought you were going to say, no, section podcast is brought to you by. Well, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We've got friends out there, but we're waiting on them to take the extra step. Right, right. To formalize. So, no, just kidding. But this is the Unsanctioned Podcast, and you can keep up with us by shooting us a line at unsanctionedpodcast at gmail.com and hitting us up on social media. Where, Jay? At Unsanctioned PW. You already know. We everywhere. This is the Unsanctioned Podcast. We are yeah. now being sanctioned over your airways. Let's get it. Gotta bring the city back. Let me know we still here. Never gonna stop. Keep rolling like a wheelchair. Can't be shook. You know the wolf smell fair. Throw them in the trunk. Turn your man to a straight stick. No tire, just money so fire. Fellas, fellas, fellas. Lots of losses for WWE. I, I don't even know where to start. They hurt. Mauro Ronaldo's gone. Renee Young pieced out. But they gained they, they something amicably. huge. They gained something huge, though. Following a platform value. No, no, no. They they gained <laughs> Roman Reigns back hey, with, with, with the mouthpiece. Oh, WWE. I thought mouthpiece. you meant the people who left. With the mouthpiece. Yes, and it's something that I think people had been really asking for, which really puzzles me when I look at what the opinions are out there that People have asked for years for Roman Reigns to turn heel, for Roman Reigns to be given a mouthpiece like Paul Heyman, right? Either they're calling for both or, or to each one respectively. And now that we're there, why are you crying? Right. Why are you upset about that? Uh, Not I love you, how but people like forget. in general. It's crazy. Crazy, I love crazy. how people forget that Roman Reigns came in as a heel on the right. main roster. Right. <laughs> but, then, but it was kind of like the new day where they were heels, but people loved them for it. And so people nah. started to love the shield. The new day, the people didn't really come around to the new day until they started feuding with, I want to say, like the Usos, really. Um, and then people didn't start really banging for the shield until like that whole Kane, corporate Kane, and the Jerry Lawler thing. And then that's when it kind of turned. And, I think I think I think the shield turned the corner probably that first WrestleMania after that first WrestleMania where they took on um, Daniel Bryan, the big show and Randy Orton. Right after then, the crowd started turning into their favorite. They didn't didn't fully make the face turn yet. But right then is when the crowd was like, we're going to get behind these guys. Of course, they had Big Show in it, so it's like, we're not rooting for this guy. <laughs> like, please retire. <laughs> so huge, huge gain for WWE. They regained Roman Reigns, someone who was on fire, someone who was in the main event picture. When he left, he was, he was slated for a championship match at WrestleMania against Bill Goldberg. Like, that's huge, and he walked away from that. 
which WWE loves to say Roman Reigns came back to win the title that he never lost in the first place. He never had the title. He wasn't the champion. No, Gold no, no, no. Goldberg no, no, he, was, he had the then, title. He had the title, and he had to relinquish it because his cancer came back. Remember that? Oh, oh come on. If they, oh, if they, so they're going back there. Okay. Back over there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know they were calling it back Technically, he never lost the championship. Technically, he never lost it. Oh, wow. He reclaimed what was his. Wow, they called so, it back to three years ago. I mean, I, then, what I will say, what I will say, though. Shout out to WWE. <laughs> <laughs> what I will say, though, uh, shout out to Bray Wyatt for being the three-time WWE championship uh, champion who's Reigns yeah. ended all within probably under two months. Oh, <laughs> Total, I mean, collectively. Man, look at look at Sasha Banks. Oh man, don't even get me started. Multi-time that. champion in all her reigns in the last more than, than like We don't have enough hours. time in this episode. We don't have enough time in this episode. <laughs> right, but you mentioned we we regain in the wrestling world Roman Reigns, but WWE now seems to have lost Brock Lesnar contract-wise. Where does Brock and, and where does WWE go from here? What happens here? I'm not worried about that. I think they're honestly. I think it makes no difference. Uh, in my opinion, I think um, if they want to bring them back, they will, and I think they will do it in a surprising fashion. I think they're actually building up the hurt business. I think Brock comes back at an opportune time, and they'll finally set up the match that should have happened when Lashley came back. Brock versus Lashley. I think they'll eventually set that up. Um, but I think right now, I don't. I'm not looking too far into it. He's just a free agent. It just, I think he, they were paying him on a per-appearance basis anyway. So, not worried yeah, about it. I think we've seen our last of Brock Lesnar in the WWE as anywhere near, I guess you could call him full-time, even though he's never there. Um, I think he, he's going to be on, like, a random random appearance, paper appearance type of, type of deal if he goes back to WWE. So, I question to you going, guys. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, sorry, Drew. Go ahead. I was gonna say I don't see him going to any other wrestling organizations. I feel like a lot of people are saying there's a lot of other wrestling organizations that he's gonna go to. He is not. Like he is yeah. if he's not in the WWE earning that WWE paycheck, he's not going anywhere else. So let's quit with the dreams of him being in AEW or TNA or all Japan or New Japan. Like he's never going there. Yeah. He, he's WWE boss. W, that's it. So yeah, Paul Heyman aligning with Roman Reigns. Should we take that in any way as an indicator to Brock Lesnar being gone for a while, looking looking ahead, or does that not matter? Is this just a way to keep Paul Heyman busy? I think it's just a way to keep Paul Heyman busy um, because you know, with, with them taking him off the the raw side as their executive director, I think they were like, "Hey, you're on payroll still. We might as well use you and and put you in contact with us." biggest star that we have um but i will tell you what i would like to see and i hopefully they will do that at some point i would love to see like a Heyman club with brock and roman and they just literally like just run roughshod and then you can eventually build up some stars and have that whether it's a survivor series match or something be like a corporate takeover in which they get it done so okay. i would love it, to see it, that it would have to be like a takeover because the pairing of, and I, I thought of this before you mentioned it, I pictured Brock and Roman together somehow in some capacity. And it just gives me yep. Nation of Domination vibes when Ahmed joined the nation. <laughs> it was, it's like way too powerful. Yeah. What do you do it, with that? It, it has feels to be like a, a takeover. It feels like a, a two-man power trip type of thing, Triple H, Stone Cold type of thing, if you ever Absolutely. get it. 
if they ever get together. I really want to see it, to be honest. I, I really want to see it, to be It'd honest. It'd be fun to watch. I just don't know how it works. But no one can step would, up to be dope. And that would hurt the Hurt business. It would. It would. Because they're I not going to beat up Brock and, and Roman. Yeah, I can't think of any two forces there. I mean, unless Braun oh. Strowman. Unless Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt get back together and reform a force, portion of the Wyatt family. It's, it, uh, honestly, it's funny you say that because I'm hearing there are plans that Alexa yeah, Bliss, Alexa Bliss, is already making her Harley Quinn turn. Yeah, I see. I've I've seen that. I, I feel like they're 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 building that. I I hope they pay it off with that. And Bo Derek, I think uh, Bo. I said Bo Derek. Bo yeah. Dallas. <laughs> Bo, Bo Dallas, Jenkins. and I think and I think Bray rejoins them. And I think that's the new Wyatt family. I hope so. What? Because I've been asking wondering. that for years. For Bo, I was wondering what happened to Bo Dallas. Like Bo Dallas yeah. hasn't been seen on WWE TV, and and if he's in retribution, I'll be tight. I'll be so mad. Oh, I can see that. I, can I, see that. I, I highly doubt. I highly doubt he's in retribution. <laughs> do we think retribution? You want to give him something to do? Do we think retribution is new people? Do we think it's a mix of new people and old people? I think it's a mix oh. between new and old. It has to be. Yeah, but I think it's all NXT, all NXT. I think it's their way of doing the Nexus, but of NXT rejects. And that's exclusively to Raw. I don't know. I don't know. I I think seeing a Bo Dallas and other people that we haven't seen in a while in that, that might be a little fun. Tamina? What you think, Chris McGillicuddy? (laughs) (laughs) You leave leave the greatest uh, promo man, Michael McGillicuddy, out of this. (laughs) All right, so the biggest loss is undoubtedly maybe it's a tie but renee so young is a huge loss. yeah i i have renee to say and then morrow or renee morrow either way two huge losses how does wwe come back from that i say i, I will put it like this for nxt morrow is a huge loss because I, i'm just the fact that i'm not going to hear mama mia over takeovers passion and the energy get the unnecessary the unnecessary cultural reference that is so appropriate oh, today. He's, he's <laughs> <good. Yeah. laughs> I like, love hearing. So I love it's hearing how, uh, how Killian Dane is what uh, Big Biggie Smalls was to Bad Boy is what Killian Dane is to Sanity. Yeah, and like that. <laughs> <laughs> like it already sounds different now that they have uh, Wade Barrett, Stu, 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 Stu Bennett, but Wade Barrett might come back. WWE. Well, Nigel, actually, he's on his way back, but I think that's coincided with NXT UK, honestly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, Renee, is, Renee Young was so pivotal for WWE behind the scenes, you know what I mean, and, and you know, on commentary. Yeah, it's a, and it's a huge loss. And the fact that they lost her because she felt like they didn't really care about her and they were more upset about her confirming her positive test for COVID yeah. than her actual well-being, yep. that just uh, lets us know everything we need to know about how they view uh, some of their workers. And someone like Renee is in a comfortable spot in general, whereas like she leaves a place like WWE where she was super polished and is super polished in general and such a great professional um, on screen, behind screen, you know, just someone that you always want to have on your team personality wise as well, that she steps away from something, her phone is going to blow up with offers. I'm confident about that. Yeah, so she's she is in a comfortable position to do AEW that. AEW or bust? No. Nah. One, one, nah, one I can see her on ESPN. I was going to say, one thing we got to remember about Renee, she comes from the sports world. She was covering hockey in Canada before she got to WWE. Exactly. Wrestling, yeah. wrestling is not her right. end-all, be-all. So but it did grow her profile. Her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it made Absolutely. her mainstream. And well, she I probably... Say, I think she gets her own show. Like, I think eventually, I like, she, 
she can be like an Ellen. Like, you know what I mean? She just has that personality. So, and she can still work for Fox Sports doing the, the, the WWE show that they have. The, the cool thing with her is that WWE is really going to miss and they really don't have it with anybody else is how versatile she is. Like, she can literally do the backstage interviewing. She can commentate. She could give insight on wrestling. She could give you the uh, smart journalistic approach. Like, she was very, very versatile and, like, very, very believable in all those roles, too. I don't think WWE has anybody else that can do that. And oh, she's, man. like, can, the can ultimate we, panel host, too. Yeah. Can we highlight the, the jab, though? That Paul Heyman threw out <laughs> on, on, oh, uh, at SummerSlam. <laughs> that Charlie oh, couldn't interview him. Yeah, I paid that was that messed guy. up. And you know who tweeted about that? <laughs> Renee Young. Renee Young. <laughs> that was messed up. He didn't like that. That was messed up. So now she can be critical, and she yeah, was. Yeah, but that was that was I, I kind of chuckled because imagine I know he wanted to be like. Is Renee Young not available? <laughs> but WWE was like, no, nah, how about we just yeah. say Charlie Caruso? Just say Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> and Charlie's another star. Charlie will follow in her footsteps. Yeah, I, don't, Charlie- I don't see her in WWE for life. Oh, no, Charlie's already good for her. You see her on ESPN. She's already, already, yeah, she already has already a making waves somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, so, so hopefully hopefully Morrow is okay in general. Yeah, you know, you're hearing there's things with his mom and, you know, our, yeah. our, our prayers are with him and his family. Hopefully things are going well, but you know, knowing the issues he had with WWE earlier on, a couple of years ago, and the bullying and all that, it's just sad to see that. Try to break up his marriage. Let him leave. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I mean, we wish them well. Now, yeah. I, ha- I, have something, I have something to ask you guys. If I were to tell you a few months ago that someone who's jobbing on Raw will later this year be the Impact World Champion. Would you believe me? The modern day Maharaja? That, that didn't uh, happen literally in WWE? Touche J. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Great point. Um, but at least he was jobbing on Ron, not just on TV, not on TV at all. He was jobbing everywhere. But he was jobbing within his own group, three man band. Who were talking about? Air guitar. Who, who we're talking about wasn't on TV at all. Well, look, I'd rather not be on TV, TV so they can ruin my brand. I'd rather not be on TV where they can't ruin my brand and be taking a bunch of pins on my way out the door. Uh, you know I mean, like, you look at what they tried to do with Moxley. Like, he lost to EC3. And they were like, well, what do you do that for? And people obviously picked up, like, okay, we know he's leaving. But and getting really picked on by Miss Jax. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like, Which led so, those two to go nowhere, Nia Jax or EC3. But if you're Impact, and, and the person we're talking about is Eric Young, if you're Impact, are you going, like, is your pride telling you that, well, that tenure has nothing to do with us, even though the whole world saw it. That has nothing to do with us, and we're going off of who he was for us for, like, what, 10, 15 years. Yeah. How are you seeing that? Or are, is Impact seeing it as many people are, are buzzing about, wondering openly if they promise people opportunities to be champion in order to lure them in. Because look at their women's champion. What was she doing in WWE a few months ago? What I will say um, in regards to what I will say in regards to like what Impact does, like, and just on this moment, like, if we look at someone like Okada, right? Kazushka Okada was in Impact Wrestling, and they did nothing with him. He was, he was bumming it to the point where he went back to New Japan, and New Japan was like, look, what they did with you was terrible. And we're going to build you up. And they did. 
to the point like he's beloved worldwide. Um, same thing, like I think what they're doing with Eric Young, man. Eric Young before he left, like they built him up. He was a homegrown talent. They yes. built him up to multi multi time impact or TNA heavyweight champion. Goes to WWE, tries out with Sanity. Sanity's hot until it gets to the main roster, and then it, it turns to shit like many other things do. It seems like when people leave NXT to go to the main roster. Um, so I think what they're doing in Impact, and like they're like, hey, just because they didn't know what you do with you over there doesn't mean like we don't know what to do with you here. We're going to bring you back. We're going to have creative storylines, and we're going to use you right. And I think what they did it was appropriate. So we talked about this offline. If you're a new fan in wrestling and you're seeing this, what are you thinking? If I'm a new fan and I'm just like, if I'm just turning into Impact, I'm like, well, who's this guy? Like, why do they feel like he needs to have the belt? So no, new, new as in, like, you're only new to wrestling. You're only new to watching this, like, for the past year or two. Mm. And, and all you know is, is that this guy was barely on WWE TV. That you is know, the power of Google. The look of the power of YouTube. And, power of YouTube and Google. Power of YouTube and Google. Because now you can go back down the line and you can be like, okay, what's making him so special that he's doing this? Julio, how is Impact looking at these these uh, negotiations and bringing folks in and who becomes champion, et cetera? I kind of feel like one of the biggest critiques of Impact early on was that um, they tried too hard to make their names off former stars from other organizations and immediately propelled them to a top spot in their company um, without any any merit just because they were somewhere else and had a name. And in doing that, always the talent that they were homegrown and they were building always suffered from that. That was the critique. I kind of think, I feel like they're doing the exact same thing. You have an influx of guys that were somewhere else and not that influx of guys, whether or not they were part of your roster before or whether or not you built them before, that does play a part. But, you know, it is black and white that all these guys came from another organization and they're now being thrust into main event spots on impact. I mean, they, they take them straight to the gold, even EC3 even for the EC3. TNA belt. Yeah. The, I mean, the Diana Perozo thing, it, I feel like, is more of an indictment on impact than Eric Young is. I mean, here's somebody who was on NXT, couldn't even get on NXT TV, and now she's the impact world champion. And that's not to say about her talents. Obviously, she's very talented. I mean, she was the, uh, the first all in, speaking of all in and stuff, she was amazing. Um, it was so amazing she wasn't there. And then she wasn't there. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying the fact that she she left TNA high she left she left AEW high and dry to go sign that WWE deal. Fell in WWE. And her final yeah. match on WWE TV was a squash match. Squash match. And now she's the world champion. It doesn't make sense. Eric Young wasn't on WWE TV at all. He wasn't even on main event. Just doesn't make and clearly, sense. Clearly Clearly, Impact doesn't care about any of that. Shout out to them for that. That's, that's no. great. That's also, great. but we also got to touch upon because if you look at the Good Brothers, the Good Brothers over there. Yep, and they thrust into a main event feud. You get what I'm saying? Like they they positioned them well. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And just a couple months back, they were just dropping in WWE. I guess it's a but they, but they were highly touted, highly touted free agents, highly touted jobbers different. too in WWE. <laughs> Not so yeah. much here and there. No, on their way out, they were chopping. It's a perspective thing. I mean, if was WWE misusing these guys game. or was TNA overvaluing them? Oh, definitely a misuse on WWE. Like, I would you look so. at everywhere they've been. They've been like, and we, it's no secret WWE doesn't value tag team wrestling. No, not at all. So 
Like, well, and not just the good brothers, just all the talents that released got that went to TNA and are now in AEW. Like, did WWE misuse the majority of those guys, or is AEW and TNA overvaluing them? I will. I will say it like this: Anytime that you have Lars Sullivan ready to make a main event push until he says something ridiculous or gets hurt, yeah. over Bobby Roode, who was like establishing people mm-hmm. as soon as he debuted, people were going crazy. Come on, yeah. Like, you got to, there's certain things you got to eye there. And it's like, I, I, I hate the stigma and I hate seeing that guys who come from different organizations coming to WWE directly to the main roster, especially, they mm. treat them like shit. You know, look at Sting. Like Sting's 0-2. You know what I mean? Like, he would have been there sooner had it not been for that, the classic promo with The Rock and, and yeah, Booker T. Like, who are you? Like, mm. come on. Like, I think Booker T probably is the only WCW guy outside of Goldberg because they kind of they kind of shit on Goldberg really I think he's the only those are the only two people that I came mean, in and and really got their a fair shake at being stars pretty even much. Goldberg got shitted on I mean his first run they were putting him in 20 minute matches when you know Goldberg is not getting a 20 minute match <laughs> yeah I mean, and I think the only other person they did that with was AJ Styles, and that's because AJ was – he probably had that written into his contract. <laughs> yeah, I could see <laughs> because, that, too. Because he was just so highly touted. Like, people were like, yo, is AJ going to be at the Royal Rumble? Like, everyone – did no one care about what the storylines. They just cared about AJ Styles and if he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. So, yeah. We'll see where we go. 2020 yeah, has been you, a weird year. It's been a weird year, so I guess TNA is uh, – taking their chances. And it's like, if it's going to be a weird year, you might as well do weird things. Exactly. And kudos to them, man. They, they Honestly, they've been trendsetters, man. Like, you've had, to, uh, you know, Miss Blanchard. Blanchard. Yeah, Miss Blanchard, you know, went in there, flagship championship, even though so much hate and critique was coming behind it, they didn't care. It was an interesting storyline. And, and Sammy Callahan, like, pulled it off and made it realistic to the point where people were like, oh, wow, like, okay, like, intergender straight like this is, is, is it's cool for us to do it majority of people saying that um but yeah like impact has just been doing their own thing they're like look we're not worried about what this company's doing what this company's doing we're just going to be focused on what we're doing build a our product because over the past couple of years we've been having a lot of issues um and you know shout out to scott scott did more you know mainly on that side of it and you know what i mean they've been writing the ship yeah, they're definitely making strides. Hopefully, they can get themselves on a major network so people can see them a little bit easier. I mean, well, they they technically are on Access, where I mean, hmm. Anthem Sports bought Access Television, so that like, and Anthem owns Impact, so they're like, this is we own your station. We're gonna play, and like we own you guys, so this is your station. You know, to the point where Impact has a show, and then they right after Impact, they have the the, the basically like the throwback episodes of various TNA stuff. I think last night they had like a lockdown match um, that they replayed. And I remember like week before they did another lockdown with uh, with AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle. I mean, so I think it's called like Impact 360 or something. The program that, that immediately follows Impact. Watch Impact, folks. Some good stuff yeah. going on. Yeah, it's been great. Impact's cool. They've been awesome during all this. So, you guys unfortunately, really lots cool of losses. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we're nice guys. No, they're doing Louis cool things. Hey, they try. No, shout out they're to doing, they try. doing some things, man. Kudos <laughs> to them, man. Things. And our boy Ken say, Shamrock is on there, unsanctioned alum. 
A lot of unsanctioned alums Moose. on there. Shout out to Moose. Moose. Shout out Moose. to Moose. 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 An amazing storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of alums there. Uh, Ring of Honor is about to come back too. They're working on it. They have the, they just announced the Pure Championship. Um, in that MLW. MLW is working its way MLW. back. Yeah. But the, I think with the Ring of Honor Pure Championship tournament, which is dope. Um, if anyone who's not original, like not familiar with the rules, it's basically like you get three three rope uh, three ring breaks. I mean rope breaks. After that, you know, I mean a pinfall could take place, if, or submission could continue on, no matter if you're holding on to the ropes. Uh, no closed fist punches to the face. It's it's basically like pure rules. And then if you, if anyone interferes in the match, you're automatically fired from Ring of Honor for interfering in a pure fight. So I like that concept. You know I mean? A lot of great lineage there, a lot of former champs, such as AJ Styles was the first champion to ever hold that uh, that championship. So kudos to him. Uh, you know, Daniel Bryan, uh, Samoa Joe, and, and, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, wrestling is slowly making a comeback, man. Um, but it's interesting uh, to see what other changes are coming down the pipeline, too, in regards to it. Yeah, I mean, we did a great wrestling did a great job, and the industry did a great job of being innovative. At least the three major promotions did. But I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody else come back and some of the younger and lesser known names being able to make a make their footprint. Yeah, I mean, like we said, uh, Sami Zayn came back. You know, with the, with the I, I see Amazing. the two Intercontinental title belts now. Amazing brings me back to the Sean Razor storyline. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. So do you, do we CM Punk w- John Cena for others? Yeah. Right. Do we do we think uh, WWE must have put out a mandate a couple of weeks ago telling their guys that like we've made it safe? You guys need to come back to work because Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns, those are two of the most vocal guys during the pandemic with not wanting to work during it. I mean, Kevin Owens was also vocal. He's Kevin there, Owens but I, I think I think by them now renting out the uh, the Amway Center in Orlando, it's like even the locker rooms are more spaced out. You get what I'm saying? So right, I think right. I think I think it's like now guys are like okay compared to the performance center like we're on top of one another yeah you know like now we have space and there's no fans so I can literally get set myself in the stands and get ready <laughs> you know what I mean that's just tossing in the room so I, I think that's why they did I think that's why they're coming back that's true I didn't, that's a great point that's a great point you look at, like for me back. though I'm looking at the smallest things like oh, they got their own suite they probably got their own suite now like <laughs> hopefully like I'm looking at Kevin Owens making his entrance the other night. I'm like, and it's not a critique of him, but it's just like we have this mindset now. Like he's finally back, and he's making his entrance, coming down, playing, whatever. Before he gets attacked, I think, and he's doing all this. Like, oh, he's about to wrestle, doing all. Like, if someone did that and try to like come around me, like, hey, it's a whole new world right now. Like, yeah. Hey, hold up. You know, like if if we met up for episodes and I'm doing all this, like I know it was one. Yeah. I hand you a mic. But, You're not taking but that you need mic. Some I hope you don't. Like- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they gotta trust each other, you know. Yeah, I I, I think it's good, man. And, and I love the Alistair Black Hale turn too. I will say that I think that it opens up uh, more storyline opportunities in regards to that. So, talk, um, about, talk about an initiative that failed, huh? You got four guys, four people that were being promoted last year at the start of the year as mm. new faces: Lars Sullivan, Alistair Black, Ricochet. I can't even think of the fourth name. None of them. None of them did anything. None of them did, came up. Ricochet. Ricochet. Ricochet uh, was a U.S. champ. I'm, I, I guess I'm saying none of them are doing anything now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Currently, they're all buried for various reasons. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I can't, can't even argue that one. <laughs> it's like all of them. 
buried. Hey, hey, for a, a conversation for another day, but Shelton Benjamin but, rose up from the ashes. <laughs> right, but because of this, like, why are we all always clumped up together? It's a conversation for another day, though. Conversation for another day. But man, that's a, that's today hey, is a new day. Mindset. Yes, it is. Good, <laughs> good so. point. Why we why, why do we have to have good guy new day and bad guy new day? Yeah. <laughs> good point. Yeah, man. All right. But yeah, fellas. Uh, I, I think that covers it, man. Make sure all all of our all of our listeners supporters make sure you share and spread with your friends and, and make sure you drop us a note at unsanctionedpodcast at gmail.com on social media at unsanctionedpw. Yeah, I mean, get us out there. Continue to rate and review us. We appreciate it. We, you know, thank you for all the love you guys have been showing us. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to me on social media, J A Y O C I T Y, listen on Facebook at that seven eight one at the end. You can hit me up on Twitter at Luis Vasquez six one seven. Anytime. Julio June, you can find me at, at the juice underscore UPW. Yeah, and wow, fellas, it's it's been nice. It's been, it's been nice to see you guys. Yeah. You know, I gotta, gotta go eat my lasagna again now. sometime. Yeah. Let's do it sometime. <laughs> so we'll just start a podcast. Yeah, well, it's, I know we, we have a yeah, podcast. Got, we need to you, do it. You guys seem like you know a lot about wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess. I guess. I don't know. Ju- I the fact that Julio still knows the main event from the first Monday Night Raw. Shout out to my boy Damien Demento. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What was, I, I got another match. I got one real quick for you, Luis. What was the last main event match on WCW Nitro? Oh, Booker T. Ric Flair? Or my buggy? Just because that was whoa. the most memorable. Whoa. Did whoa. you say Booker T. Ric Flair? It Very was Flair versus Sting. Very close. The However, second... the main event was Booker T. versus Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner, which was the second to last match. Which, which was, was, the, Damn, which was the, the title okay. for title match. Very close. Yeah. Very close. Mm. Before Shane McMahon popped on the screen. Very close. <laughs> Do you remember how that felt? Like that that was crazy. Just before we looked on the internet for results and we I remember like, why is Shane McMahon on? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's crazy. Real quick, funny thing is, at that point, there had been like small dirt sheets where you can find reports yep. yeah. on things before. Yeah. That's why I read that Vince had bought WCW. Yeah. And I remember feeling disappointed yeah. seeing Shane on the yeah. screen, already feeling like I didn't like the direction of this. Yeah. 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 Well, then we know. <laughs> we know. Invasion angle. But <laughs> well, all right, guys, man, you already know this is the Unsanctioned Podcast. We are now being unsanctioned over your airways. The next time, peace and love, y'all. Gotta bring the city back. Let me know we still here. Never gonna stop. Keep rolling like a wheelchair. Can't be shook. You know the wolf smell fair. Throw him in the trunk. Turn your man to a straight stick. No tire, just money so fire.